and welcome to the Around the Diamond podcast. I'm Evan Bollinger. And I'm Sam Edwards. And we are ready to talk some AL East, talk yeah. some center fielders. Um, it's going to be a blast. Yeah. Ready for the MLB season to start in a couple weeks. So let's get right into first base. All right, first base. Bryce Harper, the big signing from this past week. 13 years, $330 million to the Philadelphia Phillies. Who didn't expect them to sign him, right? Definitely thought Phillies were always going to sign him. Uh, the Giants and uh, Dodgers were the finalists as well with the Phillies. Dodgers went through a shorter years, and uh, Giants went 12 years, just didn't go enough money. Yeah, I, I can't believe that Harper turned down the Dodgers' offer. Like, he says he wants to be in one city. It's the rest of his career, but besides that, four years at forty-five million a year. Yeah, I don't see how you can reject that. It's it seems like he almost is using the city thing as an excuse, and like he doesn't think he'll age well. Because I don't know why he wouldn't want to bet on himself with that contract. So, it's I'm kind of shocked by it. Yeah, I I definitely think, um, definitely think he, I think he was leaning towards Philly from the beginning. Um, but the thing is, he said he he said, kept report kept being reported that he wasn't sold on the city of Philadelphia. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't get it. Hey, I'm. I mean, he he was getting money either way. I think he wanted the 13 years, the lock, especially with no opt out. It seems he wanted the stability o- yeah. overall. Yeah, it's gonna hurt the Phillies in the last couple of years, but yeah, we'll see how Harper does. And right. some other news: Nolan Arenado, who was going to be one of the big fish next offseason mm-hmm. best third baseman in baseball assigned an eight-year extension with the colorado rockies for 260 million huge deal hurts a lot of teams future plans but right. it's great to see him stay in colorado yeah no great deal great deal um <laughs> a couple guys still out there and above all uh craig kimbrell who could be the best closer in the game right now still out there we heard the Nationals have a little bit of interest, but they don't want to go over the luxury tax, which they're $6 million away from that threshold. Um, so I, I really have no idea what they're thinking. And the Atlanta Braves are really the only other team that is really actually looking at him still, I think. So I don't know if he signs before opening day, if he's mid-season and they sign a three-year, I don't know, $60 million maybe? I don't know. Uh, yeah, Kimbrell is a mystery. They keep saying he'll he's not afraid to sit out, but... That'd be a huge mistake. He'd yep. just be older mm-hmm. and have a year off. The right. teams wouldn't really like much. They'd say, oh, what did you do last year? Nothing. Right. So I think it's just a ploy, but he's got to get signed soon. I'm hoping it's to the Braves or maybe the Phillies finally 
forget about saving. I mean, right. their owner said stupid, stupid money. money yeah. So Which, I mean, they did They spend. should reach out for Keuchel or Kimbrell, in my opinion. Yeah. And just go all the way for it, but mm-hmm. not doing anything yet. Right. <laughs> Some other news. Um, Salvador Perez, the great catcher for the Kansas City Royals. Mm-hmm. Had some UCL damage in his elbow, so he's going to be having to get Tommy John surgery, and he's going to miss the entire season, which is a shame. Yeah, really just hurts fantasy at this point. Yeah, <laughs> not that the Royals, Royals aren't are gonna win, right? They're not going to do anything to Kansas City, right? So that hurts a little bit. Yeah. All right, getting into our top ten center fielders for second base here. Number ten, I have Harrison Bader of the St. Louis Cardinals. He's coming off a very strong rookie season. Had a 264 average, 61 runs, 37 RBIs. He had over 10 homers and 10 steals, and he's a pretty uh, electric yeah, center fielder. Yeah, exciting. He's really fun to watch, so I think in his first full season, he's going to be great. Yeah, defensively, he was really, really good, um, which I think I brought brought up his war, um, which was a 3.8, which was a very decent, especially for a center fielder. Um, Yeah, he's my number 10, too. Great player, flowing locks, fun player to watch. Who you got number nine? Number nine, I have Ender Inciarte of the Atlanta Braves. Kind of does everything except hit for power. 28 steals, won the gold glove, and played amazing defense. Mm. And he scored 83, yeah, 83 runs. So he's not amazing, but it's a kind of weak position at the end. Yep. And he's so electric in defense that I had to put him over Bader. Right. Yeah, same here. Um, I think Bader's going to be a little bit better uh, hitting-wise going forward. Um, but but in Ciarte, man, with that defense, he really he, he definitely deserved, I think, to be in the top 10, especially with the speed and everything. Still hits, you know, 265, but, you know, on-base and slugging are not what you'd like them to be. But for a center fielder, I'm taking the defense. All right, number 8, I have A.J. Pollock of now... The Los Angeles Dodgers, they signed him to a four-year deal. Pollock is is a nice player, decent at hitting, decent power, speed. He just doesn't stay healthy. Only played like 110 games this past year. Definitely made made me drop him a little bit on my yeah. list. And, and he had a kind of bad year defensively. Not the worst of the center fielders, but down for him. Yep. And he doesn't really excel at one specific thing. Yeah. Maybe, I guess, slugging, he had a... 484 but there's nothing that sticks out yeah as like oh wow he does this really well he's just a well-rounded player right but he's not amazing so i had him number eight as well yeah yeah he's he's not a i don't know if he's a top of the order bat because he i mean he's he's not he doesn't steal a lot and he doesn't hit for average or on base he's more of like i mean maybe like a number six hitter i don't know something around there um all right number seven who do you got i have george springer of the houston astros really hurt me putting him this back this far back yeah because i love the guy he's mm-hmm. a yukon product yep and he's just really fun to watch he had a down year with a 265 average still scored 102 runs yeah 22 homers i'd like to see his steals go up mm-hmm. but he plays great defense so i put him above pollock because of his defense and because of him just being able to get on base and score yeah no, I hear you. Yep. Low stolen bases. I was surprised by that. 22 homers, which I think is where he's going to be around. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see his average on base 
everything get a little bit better, which I think it could, and that's why he's so exciting that he could just get better. Yeah. Yeah, this this list is getting pretty boring. I, he's my number seven, so who you got number six? Number six, I have Starling Marte <laughs> oh, of the Pittsburgh my Pirates. goodness. Marte had a two seventy seven average. Yeah. 327 on base, 460 slugging. Doesn't play amazing defense, but it's better than a lot of the guys on this list. Yep. And he scored 80 runs, 72 RBIs, lots of steals. He had 33, and he mm-hmm. had 20 homers. But I think the top of this list is just so good that he only falls to he falls to number six for me. Yeah. No, I hear you. He's he's my number six as well. <laughs> I, I promise we can look at each other's list before this, you know. Um, but yeah, starting Marte, uh, he rebounded a little bit. We didn't know what he was going to be after the PED suspension. We didn't know. I didn't know if the power was going to come back, but it, it it came back to his usual, yeah, twenty bombs. Yeah, decent player. Um, number five, I have Charlie Blackman of the Colorado Rockies. They had to move him off of center field going into the season because um, his defense is not very good at all. But he's a really good hitter. I don't know how much he takes advantage of course field, but I'm going to guess it's a, a little bit. He had 29 bombs, though, 70 RBIs, 119 runs. Top of the order bat, and he's scoring a lot while also hitting bombs, which is impressive. Still stole 12 bags, which is not bad. You know, it's just the defense that really that really killed me, or else I probably would have put him higher. Yeah, I've got Cody Bellinger as my five. He had a 260 average, 343 on base. Really good slugging, had 470, but he didn't excel in any of the counting stats. He was just pretty good in all of them. Yeah. He's very well-rounded. Didn't play a ton of center field. Dodgers kind of moved him around. Yep. So I'm not sure exactly how great he is in center. Mm -hmm. I think he's more suited for a right field or left field. Yeah. But I had Blackman above him at four just because Blackman had a better – he was better in every single of the average stats, average on base and slugging. Yeah. And he was – a lot higher in runs, four home runs more, only two less steals, and just barely less RBIs. So even with the bad defense, Blackman beat Bellinger out for me. Yeah, I was so close. So Bellinger is, is my number four. I was I I had Blackman as my four to begin with, but then after looking at the defensive stats and looking going forward, I think Bellinger will start in center field a little bit more often. So I, I think Bellinger is at least average, which is good enough for me at this point because Blackman has just such bad stats in center field. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially center field, you know, you want your up-the-middle players to be really good defensively, and that was just the the deciding factor. And I, I do think that it was just a bad year partially for Blackman. I feel like yeah. he'll be a lot better defensively mm-hmm. this season, partially because he'll be moved from center. But right. even if he stayed there, I think he would do a lot better. I think he'd be at least average. Yeah, I think Bla- I think Coors Field helps Blackman, and I think Dodger Stadium hurts Bellinger a little bit mm-hmm. um, with the hitting. But average stats, I mean, like I can say that, but the average stats still speak to Blackman. Yeah, um, he's, he's got a lot higher average. Right. Pretty, pretty good lead in slugging. Yeah. Right. So um, yeah, it's like five hundred for Bell- Blackman. But yeah, Blackman's my five, and Bellinger's my four. Um, who do you have number four? Number four, Blackman. Oh, me. okay. I've got Lorenzo right. Cain as my number three. Oh, okay. Played amazing defense, as mm-hmm. always. Yep. Had a 308 average and a great on-base. Pretty good slugging, but not amazing. Scored 90 runs, but just didn't have the power. And he never yeah. really has. I mean, 10 home runs, and he stole 30 bags. Yep. Was the runner-up for the NL Gold Glove to Inciarte. Mm-hmm. So he's just a really good player. He was an MVP candidate for most of the year kind of dropped off a little bit 
and his teammate Christian Yelich won it. Yeah. So Kane's really good, but not good enough to be in the top two for me. Yeah, no, I hear you. I, he was so close. And the thing that really gets me is the 6.9 war. I think that really speaks to how complete a player he is. Mm-hmm. He just he excels in everything except for the power, and I feel like going forward this is what we're going to see. Only a 417 slugging percentage. Not great. Not horrible for center field, especially with the defense and speed he has, but just not good enough to yeah, get into that top two. I hear you. Number two. I have Aaron Hicks of the New York Yankees. I think he's very underrated. Just signed a, what was it, eight-year deal? Seven-year seven. deal? Seven-year seven deal. For 70. Wow. I mean, cheap, I guess, but going into his age 36 season. But, yeah, he's really good power. 11 stolen bases, not great, but the defense is decent. And, uh, yeah, you get the 248 average, 366 on base, 467 slugging. Decent, decent player. The... The number stats, the, the 27 homers, the the RBIs, the runs, that that's what really got me um, to put him number two. Yeah, he's just, the only stat he lacks really is the average. Even even despite his average, he has the third best on base of the guys on my list. Yeah. So he's, he's a very good player. His counting stats could have been even better if he got a little bit more time mm-hmm. uh, from Aaron Boone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, really good hitter. Good speed on the bases, and he has a great arm. So didn't rank as highly on defense as I thought he would. Yeah. Just looking at the expanded stats, I, I was kind of a little bit taken back because you yeah, you see very, the plays and everything. He was pretty high, just not top three. He was right. like fifth or sixth in most of the advanced stats. So he's a good defender. Like I said, his arm is crazy. He has a few plays that are just insane to watch. Right. So he beat Kane out for me because of his power. Yeah. Right, the the homers and RBIs, you can't, you know, 27 bombs versus 10, which were Kane. It It's hard to look at that and say no to it, you know. But yeah. yeah. And a 50-point higher slugging right. than Kane. Well, so. yeah, shoot, that's true. So he was the number one of the guys not named Mike Trout because right. it's, it's a little unfair to compare these guys to Mike Trout. Very unfair. If he stays healthy, he's going to finish his career the GOAT. Right. He's already a Hall of Famer, and he's 27. Yeah, yeah he could retire and today. The guy hit 312, had a 460 on base, and a 628 slugging. He was number one in all of those. Yeah. Had a 10.2 war, second, I think, only to Mookie Betts. 101 runs, 39 homers, and 24 steals, and plays great defense, the mm-hmm. runner-up to Mookie, or mm-hmm. not Mookie, to Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah. For the center field gold glove in the AL. So he's just an insane player he's super complete right and he's he's the number one every year yeah looking just just going on his baseball reference page and looking at all his stats just throughout the years not even this past year it's it's amazing i i love the the numbers look like video game numbers like he's just absurd every single year and he's young like he technically hasn't hit his prime yet like what like and he has a high he has a higher war than several hall of famers the one that sticks out in my head i remember lifetime war guerrero yeah he has a higher war than Vladimir Guerrero. Over their entire career. Over his entire career, yeah, and which was a long career. Right. So Trout is an insane player. <sighs> yeah, just amazing. All right, so moving on to third base. We've got our AL East analysis and predictions. Sam, who do you have coming in last in the AL East? I'm, I'm dying here. The, <laughs> the suspense is killing me. Um, yeah, 
So I have the Orioles, the Baltimore Orioles. Um, what? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I came. I I decided to come out of left field this time. I it, it'll surprise a lot of people, but you know. But they were so good last year. I well, no, if not, if you look at the stats, I I mean they yeah I they think they hit a lot of home runs. They have Chris <laughs> Davis and Mark Trumbo. Yeah, Chris Davis was like the worst hitter ever in the history of baseball. Who got that many at bats? Such a trash team. They really have nothing that you can even point they, to. Like Trey Mancini, maybe. So the worst contracts. Basically, and yeah. and we and I. I mean, I, we didn't have a podcast back then, but I was against like almost every single deal they did. Yeah, I like Mancini. Yeah, I like the potential of Cedric Mullins, their young outfielder. Yep. But after that, <laughs> it's just straight Davis crap. Both, they both stink and yeah. are being overpaid. They don't have any good starters. Nope. They have a couple bullpen pieces that are decent, not great, that yeah. they should trade this year. Yep. Jonathan VR maybe has a good year, but yeah. I don't know. I don't like him very much. I don't think he's going to be great. So it's a, it's a very empty team, but it's nice to see that they're finally realizing what they need to do and just... Yeah. Finally, Sit back just and rebuild. tear it down. So now, I I would like with with how with how many players are still on the free agent market, I would like to see them. They're especially starters. There like are a sign on bunch of minor league deals. They could sign. Trade them at the trade deadline. Like, and even if they don't work out, who cares? Yeah, like, if you, if you get a single A player for them, right? It's fine. Right. Either trade or just there's so many free agents out there that you could just fill your whole roster. Yeah, the Orioles <laughs> should sign Dallas Keuchel. <laughs> Yeah, if he's going to take a one-year deal, I mean, go <laughs> for it, him. I guess. Yeah, just trade him. You get a decent package. All right, number four, who do you got? Number four, I have the Toronto Blue Jays. Yep. They're also kind of stepping back. They've signed a lot of good low-key deals. Yep. Clay Buckles. They have Randall Grichik. Mm-hmm. They have... Who will have a decent Justin year. Smoke, who's a good player. I think they should trade Smoke. Yeah. But... He's still solid. Danny Jansen, first full year at catcher. Yeah. Hopefully they don't mess around with the service time and just call up Vlad Jr. Just call him up. Yep. The kid is going to be insane. He's going to sell you jerseys. He's going to sell you tickets. Right. Just call him up. Yep. And call Bo Bichette up. Yeah. Get those two going. Right. Get your future some experience. Mm Mm-hmm. And hope that your pitching works out. Yeah. (laughs) But they'll be a decent team. I think they'll be really pesky. They'll just yeah. kind of take a couple wins away from the Sox, Rays, and Yankees. Yeah. But they're not going to be seriously good um, good enough to make a run for the AL East, so I have them for Yeah. The team I think is actually going to be pesky is my number three pick, the Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, well, they're going to be more than pesky. They're just going to be really good. They're, right. They're, I just last don't, year they were pesky. I just don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Because either I the Red Sox or Yankees. that two AL East. Two AL East teams are the wild cards. My goodness. I think the Rays could could be better than Oakland. Yeah, I mean that's their competition at this point. Yeah, like because, maybe Twins, but yeah, maybe Minnesota or Cleveland, but I don't see it happening. I think, that's true. I think the Rays could get the wild card. Yeah, they're really good, and they they're banking on Charlie Morton repeating last year's success. I yep. think. Didn't have a huge contract, but I mm-hmm. thought it was an interesting signing. Yeah, no, I I mean I like their roster. Yeah, they, it's I mean, really it's really complete. 
They yeah. Have, they have a full season of Austin Meadows now. Mm-hmm. They have Tyler Glass now and Jalen Beeks. And yeah. A lot of these guys that can pitch in any spot. Yep. And Kevin Cash has done a great job managing his pitchers. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be a really good team. Just the Yankees and Sox are on another level. Yeah. They got Jose De Leon too, who mm-hmm. will be a interesting. Couple, a couple of their young pitchers, they had like three of them go down with serious injuries last year. Yeah. Uh, Honeywell, mm-hmm. De Leon, and another whose name I can't remember. Yeah. So if they get a couple of those guys up, it's mm-hmm. going to be a really dangerous team. Right, when they only had one starting pitcher at one point this past mm-hmm. year, they'll have a really good rotation. As usual, yes, the Snow. Rays just Snow always... Zilla. Right. Blake Snell, we didn't right. even mention it. They got Yandy Diaz. Cy Young winner. Yeah. So, right. really dangerous team. Yeah, sneaky good. Definitely sneaky also good. Also added Mike Zanino at catcher. Yeah, right. So lots of good additions. Yep. Oh, and a full season of Tommy Pham now. I think he'll be great. Yeah. So the Rays are going to be really good, mm-hmm. but not as good as my number two. Right. It, it pains me to say it. The New York Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> it's more painful to say. I do think that currently they have a better roster than the Red Sox. Yeah. No, I, I can agree there. I'm not to admit that. They added James Paxton, get a full season of J-Hap. They have CC in his final year. Yeah. Severino. They have a great rotation. They added to their bullpen, full season of Zach Britton, and they added... Yep. Adam Adovino. Mm-hmm. So they're a really, really scary team. The only reason I have them, too, is just I trust the Red Sox lineup. Yep. And their rotation is better than the Yankees. But I just trust Dombrowski to make some deadline deals or to find some of these guys for the bullpen that will be this year's Ryan Brazier, as everybody's saying. Right. I just trust them, and I trust their staff to find what people can do to excel I think they'll have a huge second half of the season, mm-hmm. and they'll win the division again. Yeah, I call us homers, call us whatever you want. I I, I agree with you. Said, you know, I got the Yankees second, got the Red Sox on top. It's gonna be so close. Like they could it's tie. Gonna, they're both gonna have over a hundred wins. Right. They could tie. They could. It's gonna be so close. We'll see what Giancarlo does this year. I think he'll have a better season. I do too. I think Andahar will take a little bit of a step back, especially because you don't really know what's gonna happen with his playing time. Right. And I don't think Paxson will be amazing. Yeah. Still have a sub four ERA, but I don't think he's the ace that they're looking for. Yeah. So basically, they need Sever. In my mind, they need Severino to be amazing the entire year. For yeah, for more than the first half. Right. So that's where I'm at with the AL East. Yep. All right, coming home. We got our questions from our listeners. Mm-hmm. We got one this week, and it's a really good one that I think deserves a little bit of discussion. Yeah. What do we think of the NL East standings now that Bryce Harper has signed with Philadelphia? And personally, I think it makes the Phillies a top two. Yeah. But I don't trust their rotation enough to put them over Atlanta. So I'm saying Atlanta, Philly, Washington, New York Mets, and then the Marlins. I I just really like the Braves. They have a ton of pitching depth. And they still need a bullpen piece, but their rotation is a lot better than Philly in my mind, besides the fact that they don't have that true ace in Aaron Nola like Philly. That's really the only difference yeah. to me. I, I, I don't know how it's going to finish off the entire division. I think the I, Phillies, I think, will finish second to either... I See, I don't even know. I want to say the Nationals right now, just because they're a little bit more sure than I think the Braves or the Mets. I don't know who's better, the Braves or the Mets. Before I had the Mets higher, I, I really don't know, and it's just, it's a guessing game because you have no idea how 
It's going to be a super tight division. Right. And you just don't know how, how healthy the Mets are going to be, period. How good their offense is going to be, whether whether Dom Smith or Peter Alonzo steps up at first base. Um, Not what Dom the, Smith. And he could be. I don't know. He's doing all right in spring. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I really don't know. But I think the Phillies will be second in either. I mean, any of those three teams will be first. and then Or the Marlins come out of nowhere. I don't know. stick with Washington? <laughs> I... Sure. Yeah. Really. I'm gonna stick with Washington. They, they're definitely losing something in Bryce Harper, but I think full seasons of Robles and Soto. Yeah. Will be decent. And they're gonna be good pieces, and they added to their rotation a lot. Yeah. I just think that their bullpen doesn't have a lot of depth behind Doolittle. I mean, Kyle Barrichello had a pretty bad season last year. Had like a four six ERA, I want to say. Yeah. So I don't trust their bullpen a lot, but yeah, Washington will be really good. I just don't know if they have the Star power. Yeah. I mean, you got Soto, Rendon, and Turner. Yep. I love those guys. You got Zimmerman. But I just don't see. <laughs> I just don't see them carrying the Nats to the to first place personally. Yeah, it's it's the rotation is just so filthy that it's it so is. hard to say no to it. You know, if we Corbin, need, yeah, com- we need a you know, from Corbin, and right? We need Strasburg to stay healthy, right? Which I really don't think will happen. Yep. So we shall see. Yeah. And Scherzer will just continue to be the oh, best Scherzer, free agent yeah. signing ever. Yeah, Scherzer will still be insane. Right. So, that's where we're at with the NL East. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. It's been a fun time recording this episode. It's yeah. Been a great few weeks of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, thank you for listening. And follow us on Instagram at Around the Diamond Pod and Twitter at Around Pod. And keep you posted with our next few episodes yeah thank you i'm letting it all go i've been walking in the dark i'm getting off this road i'm gonna follow my heart not gonna waste another year wanna feel it in my bones I wanna feel you need it's long